Hello, and welcome to Reptoy Screenings, episode 28. I'm your host, M, and with me is my regular co-hosts, Jackson. Hello. And Destiny. Hey there. It's movie time. Hooray! Who's we've seen a movie? In the lo- how long, so first of all, how long have we been off? Uh, it has been almost exactly a month. All right. Who's watched a movie in a month for <laughs> this podcast? I watched a couple. I okay. watched at least one. Um, I guess I watched one. I'm, I I'm started this watching a movie I didn't finish. I did that, that as well. Count. I was interrupted. Count. I can't. Okay, yeah, I got interrupted as well. Okay, and then I, I did watch a movie last night, and then a movie... Uh, I rewatched an old favorite. Well, okay, who wants to go first? Jackson, you don't watch shit, right? No, the the only thing on this list after Battle of Algiers is Nightmare Before Christmas, and we did that on Voip Life like a month ago. Oh, yeah, that's true. Uh, Destiny, what'd, what'd you watch? What'd you think of it? Oh. <laughs> I haven't listened to Voip Life yet. Uh, I think that movie, like, the songs are funny and good for the most part, uh, but you think about it for five seconds and it's absolutely wild uh, in the, like, thing that it's saying, to the point where it might wrap back around to being good again, I can't quite tell, because this is the thing we did in Voip Life. It does the normal, like things can't be better you accept your status quo like of a kids movie but contextualizes it so specifically and like ideas of not romanticizing other cultures that it becomes like a weird parable about cultural appropriation instead it's it's weird anyway that's the short version that of what i talk i um, didn't know how that movie read as an adult jack skeleton's so, a fucking asshole is how that movie well, reads yes, as an adult. That, that, that was true when i was a kid i thought he was an asshole i still think he's an asshole he's just an asshole he's just an asshole. i just thought he was a dreamer <laughs> Like, I don't my, know. Like, I don't remember. <laughs> anyway, um, who else? Who's, who's actually watched a movie? Des- I watched. I rewatched. There will be blood in two parts. Uh, like I started it and then I came back a week later and finished it. And that movie still slaps. I rewatched it in three parts because I have a competition in me. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't rewatch. There will be blood. But it's good movie. <laughs> The only difference I noted is he seems way more like of a human being uh, on this rewatch. Like uh, maybe I've watched, I, I watched it, I saw it in the theater and then I watched it again once it came out on DVD. And then I think this is maybe my third time watching it, maybe my fourth time. And it, it reads more, I don't know, like his tenderness towards his son is more obvious in ways that I didn't catch the first couple of times. And, uh, him just like being a dick at the end of the movie is less uh it's a little more surprising and it seems to hurt more this time around and i don't know what changed well obviously i had to have changed not the the film the film stays the same right uh so that's that's my reading on there will be blood (laughs) it's still a good movie and there was uh, blood you watch something else I watched a movie last night called Holy Hell about this guy that was in the Buddha Field cult. Okay. And how their cult leader essentially manipulated all these men into relationships with him, even though he wouldn't let anybody else in the cult have sex. And it was really upsetting. Okay. Uh, I finished the Samurai Trilogy by watching Samurai 3 Duel at Ganryu Island, which is the trilogy of movies about uh, Miyamoto Musashi based on the book Musashi, um, which are all on the Criterion Channel. You should watch them. Uh, if you want some good samurai films, uh, I, I think I like them more than all the Kurosawa samurai films I've seen. They don't have the, like the ponderousness and this is this is exempting um yojimbo because yojimbo is a movie about gangsters that has a samurai in it it's yes. not a samurai movie the same way um, yojimbo is a yakuza movie set in the 1800s <laughs> yes um uh, but like it by being based on a book uh that is not about action or like anything it just manages to be a nice character piece also it's in color and it just has incredible like huge backgrounds and location sets and matte paintings if you just want to like luxuriate in what 50s color movies look like it's a great way to do it um it's just really good uh but all three movies are great uh but uh two and three definitely pick up from one um, and they're good. You should watch them. 
movies. Cool. I just remembered another movie I did watch. Yeah. I revisited another old favorite. Um, the 2003 film Tarnation by Jonathan Coet, uh is now on the Criterion channel. And this was a movie that I watched a million times when it was on VHS. Like, I don't know why, but I watched it over and over. I rented it from Blockbuster and just would watch it over and over and over. Uh, and now it doesn't seem as good, and I don't know why. But it's it's essentially this young man who he filmed his life. Like, he just filmed everything for 20 years. He just has a bunch of Super 8 footage and VHS footage, and he puts it into this documentary that he makes on his, uh, I think he made it with iMovie. In 2003, this was, like, a big deal. (laughs) So, uh, it was kind of a critical darling at the time. And it's about his sort of relationship with his mentally ill mother and, like, all the shit that happened to her and it... Uh, and all the shit he went through with his own mental illness and whatnot. And it's a still a good movie. It's just, it, it reads a lot emptier than it did when I was a teenager. Um, probably be, probably because I'm not a teenager anymore. <laughs> I'll do it. But yeah, I just, people should write in with like movies that they were like totally into as a teen and just, rewatched and felt nothing later because i'm curious i'm 34 now and i was uh 16 or 17 when this movie came out and it just does not read the same way like it kind of feels like a vanity piece and uh and i'm trying not to use harsh words but it just doesn't read the same i was just sort of like okay i'm sorry you went through that but this movie the emotional highs don't feel I don't know. It just was not as fun rewatching. You were that that picture that's like uh, I ain't reading that. Uh, I'm I'm happy for you though. Or sorry that happened. What? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know um, if Destiny's seen that. My no, I don't think so. Okay. Uh, my um my teenage movie that like doesn't hold up on revisit is Pulp Fiction. Just my default answer, which is a movie I really liked the first six times I saw it, but just cannot stand outside of the first segment after that so that's too bad oh yes jackson sent you the image i meant to do it silently but (laughs) that is no longer the case on this call but it's okay because now that that i've uh, made a joke out of it it's content and doesn't have to edit shit yeah i wasn't going to anyway but (laughs) oh i keep cutting out apparently (laughs) Um, oh, we actually have real. Yeah, no. Whatever you said you right after I finished talking, I totally missed it. Uh, M said the Pulp Fiction doesn't hold up after the first. Oh, second. see, Pulp Fiction goes up and down for me. Like sometimes I'm like, this movie's still great, and then sometimes I'm like, this movie's not that great. <laughs> I haven't watched Pulp Fiction since, uh, you know, 2012 or something, and I, I liked it at the time, but it wasn't even then. It wasn't one of my like preferred Tarantino's. Uh, Reservoir I, Dogs is the movie I feel the way you feel about Pulp Fiction. I, yeah, no, the, the, I also feel that way about Reservoir Dogs, but I kind of felt that way at the time also. Like mm-hmm. it, it, it insists upon itself. Oh no, I loved it. I still <laughs> think it's great, but I now I feel it insists upon itself. But at the time, I was like, this movie's perfect. Yeah, I'm like that with Reservoir Dogs as well. I, I am. Um... Uh, the first time I watched it, I was just like, oh, this is incredible. This is what cinema should be, which is, uh, I feel like was everyone's like, I feel like I had the same reaction to Reservoir Dogs that everyone else had to Uncut Gems. Just like, oh, this was just nothing but stress for 90 minutes or so. It's the greatest movie experience of my life. Um, but I, I, have, I haven't seen Uncut Gems, so I can't know how That's that like compares. the reason I won't see Uncut Gems. <laughs> I tried to watch Uncut Gems, and then within the first two minutes, there are like multiple shots of protruding bones. And... <gasps> And I was like, oh, for fuck's sake. And I had to stop. Cause oh, no. I know. I know, right? <laughs> That's why I haven't seen Uncut Gems, among many other reasons. Yeah. But, uh, Sorry to hear that. The one for um, me uh, is Rushmore. I loved Rushmore so much as a kid. I bet I would still like it now. I'm going to very... knife fight you. I'm going to knife fight you. No, 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 That's a good no. movie. The, the, was... I haven't watched it uh, as a 30-something, but I definitely still loved it well into my 20s. It... The question wasn't what movies do you think are bad now. It was what movies we have radically different feelings on. Oh, um, exactly, yeah. Because because when I was a teenager, I was like, ah, oh, 
this is all about the sadness that I feel as a, like an autistic teenager. <laughs> and I imagine that is not how I relate to that movie now. When my best friend got married, I used Rushmore in her wedding, in the speech I gave, because I was her maid of honor. And I had to explain to everyone that, like, the obsessiveness of Max Fisher and and uh, Bill Murray's character was, like, destructive and awful. But I was still glad that my friend found her Rushmore. <laughs> and finding that balance of explaining that and still making the speech romantic was very difficult. But I pulled it off. Everyone cried. It was a good speech. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, you were there. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> um all right before we get into our movie uh we have like an announcement destiny do you want to do the announcement i guess all right well we're gonna go on a bit of a break actually are you doing episodes without me or uh to be determined but let's be real me and jackson are tired and so probably not we have (laughs) okay so but yeah we we could (laughs) but we probably won't uh i believe we have one more episode yes. before this is happening, but yes. like I'm gonna go undergo a hysterectomy because I have some issues with my uterus and it has to go. And I'm totally fine with like talking about it. So like it's not, you know, I'm being really upfront about it. Uh, but while I'm in recovery, we will not be recording any episodes. So that is the announcement. Yeah. The I don't know how long that's gonna be yet. The <laughs> yeah, we have no idea. Like I'm not even gonna be like I live with M. For people who don't know, and like I'm, I'm not even going to be home while I'm recuperating. I'm going to my grandmother's, so and I don't know how long I'll be there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, yes, but as, as we said, the actual announcement is that Destiny won't be recording any episodes. We totally could. We have the, you know, me and Em could. We got. We just would have we to. We like, have watch the technology. Movie. We have the technology. We can do it. <laughs> but do we have the not being exhausted every day? <laughs> the thing is, it's not like we aren't recording six other things all the time. So. That's true. We might uh, just we might just take a break. Complain in the Discord about lack of abnormal mapping. Also, content. the minute Destiny's not there, you know we're just gonna watch the hottest bullshit in the world. Like we'll just suffer terrible films. <laughs> well, I was thinking that. I was wondering if you're gonna jump back on like watching bad Marvel movies with each other. Uh, I, I what direction? I, I mean, we probably we might do that as well, but we're not doing Marvel movies. It's more like we have to watch Power Rangers scene. We gotta um, watch Power Rangers. I want to watch Aquaman. Um, all of which are, I assume better than Marvel movies. Yeah. Gotta prep for the Snyder Cut. Oh, we do have to prep for the Snyder Cut. I, I missed I already. <laughs> yeah, I still haven't seen that. I um, thought I, that movie's all right. <laughs> I expect it to be fine. People seem to like it. Um, well, what kind of bullshit do you expect we would suddenly do on this podcast after you left the room? <laughs> I mean, we just watch bad movies all the time, Jackson. What are you talking about? That's true, we do. We're out of Transformers films. Uh, I guess we could watch Terminator Dark Fate. Transformers 5 is, like, the reward for everything. (laughs) I liked Dark Fate. Was that the most recent one? Yeah, I haven't seen it. Yeah, I actually really liked it. Like, it's got a lot of dumb bits, but overall, I had fun. Okay. Should I should I watch Genesis first to make to like compare? Yes, you should watch Genesis because Genesis is hilarious. <laughs> you, you gave me the beat by beat rundown and it sounded fucking amazing. Yeah, um, which I'm sure it's not actually that good to watch as it is to be described. No, the no, 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 it's not like it's not like a good movie, but like it. Look, Terminator's dead to culture. You could have fun with it or you can't, and those are your two options. Well, uh, we'll see which one Dark Fate chose. You know. I think that's it for bullshit. Yeah, so I suppose we should go into our movie. Uh, this time we have watched Mustang, which is a 2015 uh, Turkish-French film directed uh, and written by Denise Gams Ergüven. I'm going to just call that a win. Better than I would do. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> and this is a adjacently autobiographical i wouldn't even say semi maybe uh story of five sisters who are growing up in a remote turkish village and uh they're orphaned and they live with their grandmother and increase like their increasingly their uncle is there who is overbearing and it is a coming of age story of them uh growing up in this very conservative society and trying to figure out their place in it 
Um, Destiny, you picked this movie. I did pick this movie. What uh, what called you about this movie? Because I know you hadn't seen it. Well, it was just one of those movies that always ended up on lists of like uh, interesting movies directed by women. And <laughs> I know that's not a very exciting answer, but it had kind of just... It came to our local theater, and I was like, "Oh, I should, I should watch this." And then I missed it, so it, I just kind of—it's always been on my list. Okay. Um, do we want to summarize the movie, Jackson? Do you want to do that briefly? So uh, do I want to try? Uh, yeah. So the movie is about these five sisters, um, uh, who, as you say, are living uh, with you know all the things that are true, uh, living with their grandmother and. Uh, a really shitty uncle and one day they uh walk home from school and they're kind of like goofing about with boys in the ocean and playing a game and sitting on their shoulders and stuff uh this is interpreted as just some extremely sexual shit that you're not allowed to do and they are locked at home uh for the foreseeable future until they're married um locked at home is a status that is escalated throughout the movie so like initially they're just like not allowed to go out and they sneak out to a women's only soccer match um where the men are banned because they've all been uh, hooligans and so they go there. And I actually like, immediately Googled this one. Like, this seems extremely far-fetched to the point where it has to be true because you wouldn't put, th- you wouldn't make this up in your uh, grounded movie. And uh, no, this totally is a thing that happened. <laughs> um, and they sneak out to that. Uh, the, the women at the house, um, they're like, that aren't... Uh, knocks out the electricity in the village so they can't be seen on the television by the men covers for them and uh and they try to uh, arrange marriages for the girls and marry them off and uh one of them marries the uh boy who she'd been like fooling around with and by making it legitimate uh like was like shame for it but makes it legitimate and so it's all fine with everyone now and then someone else is uh um uh, married to just another a boy she's never met and hates it but uh you know and then that's her life and then um and there's the, the movie kind of takes a shift when there are three left uh uh it's uh lale nur and essie essie is that how they pronounce it i don't, I don't really know how to pronounce it um so but uh essie's the most like rebellious one and it's acting really shitty and uh like toward correct not shitty like morally but to correctly towards this awful uncle who's um this wikipedia uh summary says that she's being abused by him yeah uh, yeah is like, he is yeah. He, but he's sneaking around yes. at night into her bedroom yes no i know um and uh you know it's it's a fucking bad time and uh she she kills herself one day after she is uh treated badly and has had enough and the two remaining sisters resolve that they're not going to take it anymore and when uh the elder one is to be married they turn the house like back on the people uh on the family and um lock them out uh and because of how like uh, you know how like secure the house is they can't get back in and they use this time to uh sneak out uh, like prepare and then while they're trying to break in they sneak into their uncle's uh car steal it and uh, uh try get off to istanbul and that's the end of the movie uh, yeah, they go to where they're, the, the framing device is that their teacher leaves at the beginning for Istanbul yes. and then they go and find her, which, uh, is important. They don't just, they don't just randomly show up at Istanbul. <laughs> no, thankfully. no, they, yes, they, they go to where the way that teacher went. Yeah. Um, so yeah, um, Destiny, do you want to talk a bit about how you felt about this movie? Start us off. I liked it mostly. There were a few things about it that were... I just felt like they didn't need to be in the movie. Like, they just kind of... I mean, once they get locked up in their house and they're being treated like criminals for, like, very innocent behavior, you kind of get the idea of how conservative everything is. I don't know if we needed, like, an extra plot of the uncle, like, molesting them or, like... uh I don't know, just some of the more, like, after a while it felt like overkill, of tra- tragic overkill, <laughs> for lack of a better term. Um, I thought the actresses were all great, especially since, like, most of them weren't uh, trained actresses. Um, but yeah, I kind of have, I think we all kind of talked about this beforehand, but like, 
the director like being not living in Turkey once she made the movie kind of gave us some suspicion, some side eye about some of the values in the film. <laughs> um yes. I'm I'm also kind of mixed on the movie. I didn't know how you would all feel about this exact thing. Um, yeah, like I don't know. I don't disagree that, you know, arranged marriages and forced marriages are like, <laughs> you know, like these these are not good things <laughs> and they do happen. Um but I don't know. There was just something like there's a there's a western gaze on the film that sort of Yes. kind of sours things a little. Uh I think for me it's the part where like the movie is ultimately about this as much as it is mostly set in this um this village and about the shitty things that happened there you can see why it like hit big and became so popular because it's really about this yearning to for like western modernity um the these uh women have and i like i you know that is a, a real thing in these, these places i understand that but at the same time like be- the, you understand why this is the movie that, that like this narrative that gets a bit like this the wikipedia page is like oh it's super timely like the story of women who want to you know um be treated properly and uh move to proper civilization is what it feels like on some bits and so i was a bit thinking emoji about that but i think that, like the film itself and the interactions between everyone is mostly really good i think it's at its best when it's about the relationship between the um sisters and the grandma as i I really like the grandma and the way she's like and the the way the other like not her but the like aunt as well and the other women in in the village like are both enforcing the like just awful patriarchal shit that is uh centered in like the place they live um but like also understanding and trying you know like they uh they knock out the electricity for the entire village to stop them getting discovered by the men um and so the way those two like twin urges uh kind of like play together is i think my favorite part of the film yeah and it kind of gets ruined when like you realize the grandmother is rushing to marry them off because she's covering up for the uncle yes yeah um but even then right that's like in the grandma's view right that is her vision of that that is because she's not willing to like break out of uh the values here right like she's not going to like actually disrupt the boat in any way and so that to her is what she sees as like the kindest thing she can do to get them out of the situation is marrying them off that's true well i feel like the idea that like what she's doing is not rocking the boat is itself like a value judgment like she goes extremely out of her way to help these girls as much as she can do like what she's allowed to do in her own self-perception even like you know she knocks out the power to the entire village um which is she's not the one who does it that's one of their aunts oh right yeah but um yeah like she thinks Yes, there's the implication in the story that, like, she also was married off, especially young, to get out of a situation where she was being abused. But, like, the movie only brings that up to, like, have a moment and doesn't dwell on her as a person. Like, she still lives there. She has, like, a life that she's gone through, and the movie is not particularly interested in, like, giving that space in a way that I think is, like, unfortunate. Um, Because there's so much that could be here about, like the the world the world that's being left behind as much as the world that's being run away to but there's because it instead focuses on this very specific thing we're like no this uncle is a, a, like unreasonable is dangerous is abusing these girls it doesn't actually give the space for that it's just the big like you know scary avatar of uh, you know masculine uh islamic aggression against mm-hmm. women right yes um which uh definitely robs it of like the the impact you could have with a movie that otherwise is like really good character stuff when it's just the girls kind of lounging around living their lives uh i I thought this movie was really good uh like i like all most of the acting and uh, like all of the low-key character stuff is great the like slow build of the guy teaching uh the girl how to drive like the delivery driver just like quietly this like nice guy who's like yeah sure i'll I'll teach you whatever who cares i don't care i'm 21 12 year old (laughs) yeah Um, but it's not played as like creepy or anything. Like it's just a th- thing that he did because he thought it was nice to do and did it. Um, I and love that's the shot. 
right at the end of the movie when he drops them off and he just had this look at his face like well I did that back home now <laughs> yep <laughs> yeah uh, that stuff is like really good and so I the parts where it becomes like kind of broad uh, like make me madder about them than yes. it would if the movie was not otherwise really good um, well what always confused me oh wait sorry oh no go ahead I was confused is because it's not the whole village that's that conservative no, because even just, even her school, like all of their schoolmates, are like surprised they're like locked at home. It's literally just uh, their uncle. Okay, because yeah, that's the part that would throw me off. Because like the women in the village all got to go to the football game, but them, and then like they weren't allowed to go to school. So yeah, it was just kind of confusing, like whether it was like the family or the village or what. I that was kind of confusing. Yeah. Excuse me. I mean, like, it's on a spectrum, right? Like, the village is going to be more conservative than a big city like Istanbul, but also her family, is, their family is, like, outrageously more conservative than even the town is. Uh, but also you get, like, little pockets of, like, that lady who lives, you know, their neighbor who, like, narked on them, also conservative and weird, right? Yeah. yeah. That was the sense I got from me. It wasn't that, like, I mean, they are more conservative. When I say it wasn't, what am I saying? How am I making this clear? Uh, it wasn't that, like, this the entire like conservative force for this place comes from their uncle to me it was more like this family's uh values really uh like f- flow out from that initial like the thing that locks them up is a rumor right so it to be mm-hmm. implies that they would be allowed to do things if no one else was talking about them right like it was if they were seen correctly then they couldn't do things but because they're not seen as like the way women should be they must be locked inside um, yeah, and so they're like really fearful of their neighbors judging them. Who are then the neighbors judging them are the people that are on that bus. So is how is how I read that at least. Mm. Um, but yeah, it doesn't really go into more specifics with that because um, yeah, I wish I I wish the movie gave a sense more of like what the grandmother and the like older women like their relationship to the culture. Because yeah. the girls are all pretty like lockstep in this is awful because they're like you know their ex- their exposure to it is an actual evil rapist locking them in a house like it's so yes. cartoonishly uh, over ex- uh, you know uh, over exaggerated that of course that they hate everything about it but I-, I wish that I got more of a sense of like you said the like what the, the like, other culture was beyond arranged marriages and uh, abuse yeah. Mm-hmm. By the end of the film, their house is like a like cartoonish, uh, lemony snicket, like barred it's a movie. <laughs> yes, but and that's not discounting this doesn't happen. I know this happens, but the way the yes. film plays it definitely is like these are presented almost as like punchlines for when the girls act up. Like, oh, they go they go out to the football game, and now suddenly there's like gates that are locked. Uh, you know, one of them sneaks out, and suddenly there's bars on the windows. Um, and it just it, it overset like it makes it all seem outsized, um, and and it's it's weird because like the moments where like the the girls increasingly are just stuck at home like uh, doing the things that they would normally do but in their rooms because they can't leave anywhere just kind of like lounging around I think are good they they remind me a lot of something like like dog teeth or something but you know point to a better movie that is about some of these similar things, mm-hmm. uh, but because. Uh, this is, you know, she, she's like, uh, the director's like a woman who lived in Turkey and then moved to France. I, it's not surprising that the like older lives of these women or like the interactions of the town are not explored because she doesn't have that experience. And yeah. it definitely suffers through like the perspective of like, I used to live there, but I don't anymore. So I'm just writing about a thing I remember from my childhood. Um, mm-hmm. So I don't know. It's it's definitely like a friction that uh, is frustrating because, like I said, there's a lot of I like about this movie. Yeah, absolutely. I didn't like dislike watching it, um, but I definitely came out like mixed about some of the conclusions and the framings. Hmm. Um. Especially. Uh, so I added it to Plex, right? And um, as you do, and uh, the poster it was imported with was not the poster that was on Wikipedia or the one I'd seen. I mean, it was the same one, but had the text superimposed over the top of it that said, their spirit will not be broken. And it was the most fucking Boo. corny shit in the world. Boo. Oh, well, the Criterion 
uh, blip blurb for the movie was like a girl's got to fight for her right to something or other. Boo. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was really gl- like to the point where I thought the movie was going to be way more comedic than it was. Right? Because I didn't know anything about the film going in other than it was about five sisters and it was Turkish. That was all I knew about it. When that girl walks, just like gets up from the dinner table and shoots herself in the head, remember her spirit will not be broken. Like just like the most fucking tone deaf shit in the world to me. I yeah. um I I'm <laughs> just Google search trying to find that poster Mustang poster. Guess what? Did not help. <laughs> well, the, just just eight hundred pictures of cars. <laughs> there's also another movie called Mustang that came out last year about the horse. <laughs> Uh, oh no! I found I found this, and yeah, no, this is outrageous. This is this is goofy. Yeah, there's a lot of, uh, I don't know. It's almost like people didn't watch the second half of the film this, before they wrote the blurb. This one also has pull quotes: exhilarating, a powerful, a beautiful film. <laughs> yep. Uh, God. Uh, also, this being the. Uh, Academy nominee for best foreign language film, but from France, from France is very funny. Yes. <laughs> yes, yes, that weirded me out. I when when I noticed that, I was like, okay, yeah, France produced it, but like that was weird. I mean, yeah, she yes. moved to France and then made a movie with mostly French money about how like horrible it is in Turkey, which I get. Like, I I'm not saying the things in this movie don't happen. Yeah, I'm not saying it's not horrible in Turkey. I'm just well, saying, but, like, also, <laughs> uh, I don't know. I wouldn't go so far as to say, ah, oh, yeah, it sucks in Turkey, but yes, no, I, I mean, look at who their president is right now. Yeah, um, no, oh, yeah. sure, but like, I just don't know just... enough about to you know the specifics to be like and. I'm sure it is bad living in the Muslim country. Like, that's just a thing I'm not willing to say. Yeah. But it's a thing France is always willing to say. So, you know. <laughs> extremely willing to say. Um, uh, yeah, and it's like, it's not that the, I think the movie is necessarily dishonest about the, like, specificity of what it's saying, but I think that you have to understand that, like, there's a reason this movie gets made, and this movie gets funded, and this movie gets submitted by France, and this movie gets, like, 98% of Rotten Tomatoes. Like, it lines with all the things that uh, critics and, like, America would want to see, right? Of a story about uh, women in um, in Turkey, I guess. T- uh, teaching Muslim women to drive is the teaching poor women to code of uh, <laughs> countries that are not America. <laughs> right, right, exactly. God! <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, great music. Uh, Warren Ellis, not the sex pest Warren Ellis, but the musician Warren Ellis uh, did this score. It was good. Yeah, music's really good. Um, yeah. Though it gets a bit much at the end. I really like the bit at the end. I think it's good. It, it belongs in like a much more dramatic film. It suddenly is like le- like stepping over the line into Tree of Life at the very end there. But like I did that. <laughs> it's the part where the montage just doesn't end. So I feel like he just does the like same cadence like six times. Yes, like- <laughs> I look. I love that shit. <laughs> It's indulgent in, like, the perfect way. It's just like, let's watch this sunrise over Istanbul for 15 whole-ass minutes. I don't care. The music's good. It's just going to loop this one, like, inspiring string. I'm like, does it end here? No. Does it end here? No. Never. Because I was convinced it was going to end on, like, the shot of them in the car together as looking to the, you know, the future. Because, you know, every movie like this ends that way. I was like, what the Mm -hmm. fuck? They've done this shot, like, eight times. What are they going with this? And then eventually brought it back to the teacher. I was like, oh, right. Okay. I guess I see what was happening there. But I spent the last two minutes of this movie really confused i forgot this is my admission i don't know my there's <laughs> no i shouldn't say that uh, my my brain is not very good as it used to be i'm not as sharp i didn't catch that she was going to the teacher's house until the very end i was like oh yeah <laughs> it was when they got the like um thing the like uh notebook out again um yeah, I still didn't pick that up. I was completely lost. I'm like, where are they going in Istanbul? Who's in Istanbul? Like, I, it didn't even, I don't know why I didn't catch that. And I was, I paid rapt attention. I don't know. My thing. You've got ADD. Of, you're allowed. My thing in terms yeah. of how I fucked up maybe was that I mentally forgot the part where they wrote the teacher's address down at the start of the movie. Like, just can't, like, that didn't sit in my brain. But the part where there's like a shot midway through of, um, 
the girl writing in her textbook as she like sees the notepad i saw that shot i was like that's clearly a very important shot about a notepad that matters what the fuck's on that notepad <laughs> right same i did the exact same thing why can't i remember this character's name either is her name Lacey? uh lolly 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 thank you i was like what what's her name lolly um lolly is a force Woo! i, I loved her yeah she's great <laughs> yeah I hope all, she uh all the girls are great more stuff yeah mm-hmm. Uh, I remember the plot, unlike the rest of you, but can't remember anybody's name. So you know that you know we all make we all make hard movies. I do remember the plot. (laughs) Yeah, no, I just that was the one part that I didn't for some reason like the connection just didn't click. I don't know what the fuck was going on with me, but anyway, uh, and also I couldn't stop. This is the one thing I couldn't stop thinking about. Okay, so let's say this movie goes on ten more minutes. The teacher's not gonna let them live with her. That's what I thought the movie. Was, I thought the movie was gonna spend like have. I thought that shot right was gonna be way more explicit about. Well, now there's these other people that don't want to fucking deal with you. Like, I thought it was gonna like pan over to the the, like, the boyfriend. Clearly, <laughs> like clearly she doesn't. Want, she lived. She moved to Istanbul because she didn't want to like have kids and marry someone she didn't know and. So, like, where are they just going to end up in an uh, orphanage over there? Like, what's going to happen to them? Like, that kind of haunted me. It wasn't necessarily, like, a happy ending. Like, yes, they get away from their home, but, like, what's to say they don't go, they don't get sent off to live with one of their sisters and back in the same situation? Like, mm-hmm. it kind of haunted me. I mean, yeah, that's that's the thing the movie's not willing to engage with, is the, like, you know, once you escape the bad conservative small town it's not like you end up in a city and everything sets uh the city's also bad and sexist and shitty and you can't get any money and they're underage girls like (laughs) they have nowhere to go like i mean i know she'll probably let them stay with her like a few days but then what happens happens? i don't know that that really kept like that was something that lingered with me for days after we watched this film i'm just sort of like where would they end up but absolutely the media betrays it as like we're free We've escaped. We're in we the got new our, world We've got our now. new mom now who believes yes. in science and reading books. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'd have panned back to the boyfriend being like, what the fuck are these kids doing here? Are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> he was like, yeah. we've got we've got bagels coming. We were going to smash. Like, why are, we, why are these kids here? <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, God, imagine imagine you move in, you move in with your, uh, your girlfriend in Istanbul, you can have a nice apartment, and then these two uh, like girls from the uh, the village she came from walk in, and they're not, she didn't even, they're not even like related to them. Just she just taught them at school for a bit. Yeah, yep. but I imagine she knew like what they grew up in, and she might have experienced oh, it sure. herself. Oh, like, absolutely. Yeah, but like, how long does that solidarity last? Oh, I know. I just like like I said, it kept me up a little. I was just sort of like, they're gonna be in a grave of, the, and- grave of the Fireflies situation within six months. Oh. <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> sorry, you monsters! You're both monsters. That's a fucking good movie. That's a good movie. It is a good movie. Oh, do we have anything else? <laughs> I don't think so. Okay. Um, we have some emails. If you'd like to send emails, you can send them to podcast at normalmapping.com. Our first one is from Eric. Uh, Mustang's a movie I thought was really great when it came out, uh, but it was around the time I started getting into movies. So I'm interested to hear if it holds up. Uh, it being uh, Denise uh, Gamza Ergazin's first movie, what are some of your favorite recent directorial debuts, if any? I really like Anna Lily Amarpour's uh, A Girl Walks Home at Night and Coconata's Columbus. Who has answers? Um, well, the uh, sad part... I like... Oh, sorry. Go I on. was going to say the sad part is that none of us have watched movies regularly since 2013. <laughs> I've got an answer. You shut your mouth. Yeah, I have an answer, oh, yeah. but I don't remember what ye- year it was from. It was uh, Boots Riley's uh, Sorry to Bother You. I think 2018. that's 2018. Yeah. Oh, good for me. Um, my answer is uh, Greta Gerwig's Lady Bird. Oh yeah, that Ooh, a first I love movie. Lady Bird. Yeah, yeah. Huh. I guess she was. Uh, like, I think she. I think before. she wrote. Um, what's it called? Francis Ha. 
Yes, but uh, that was directed by Bombach. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was also going to say sorry to bother you, but I don't, you know, you already did that. So now I look even dumber. <laughs> Messed up. It's a good movie. I mean, it's fine. It you're, you're allowed. Um, yeah. I, I really like Lady Bird. Uh, I think that movie is one that I was worried would not be like for me, but uh, really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. It's just good. Sorry to bother you. Also, really good. Boots Riley, get off Twitter and start making more movies. <laughs> yeah. Did uh, we read the rest of the email? Uh, yeah. Right. There's more email. Sorry. <laughs> um. Also, if you haven't really already talked about it, what do you think uh, about the plot of her second movie? Why do you think a director can make a great personal first film like this one, and from what it sounds like, really fuck up the second time? So her first, her second movie. Um. Let me pull this up real quick. Uh, her second movie is called uh, Kings. Kings. Yes. Um, and it is about the 1992 Los Angeles riots. It stars Halle Berry. Came out in 2017. Um, the, the Wikipedia quote is, uh, or poll is, Millie Dunbar is a single mother with eight adopted children in South Los Angeles. Her neighbor, Obi, is the only white man in the neighborhood. Together, they form an unlikely team during the Rodney King riots. Just f- full-on fucking cringe at that. Um, but... Uh, the thing that you have to know, and I think explains all of this, is yes. she was shopping this script around for Kings for years trying to get it made and didn't happen. And she got money specifically to make Mustang, made that, and then because of that got the money to make uh, Kings. Uh, this is uh, the lesson. Never make the film you wanted to make in film school. Just don't do yes. it. <laughs> yeah, just do not. <laughs> Never a good idea. She came up with it in 2006. In France, at film school, of course it fucking yeah. sucks. Yes. <laughs> just let the dream go. <laughs> yes, all of all of your early work is bad. Just burn it. If it if it never got released at the time, that's a gift to you. Just throw it away. <laughs> oh, what are, what do you say, Simon? Should we dig out this script for the World's End and make this? No, it's a terrible oh, idea. <laughs> yeah, no, it fucking sucks. <laughs> do not. Um. Yeah, no. Also, the the ways in which like, and this is this is mostly like fucking genre directors and superhero movies. But like, if you make one good small movie, don't take the big Hollywood check. It's just gonna ruin your life. It's never gone good for anybody. That has to be an exception. I can't think of them, but uh, Justin Lin is the one exception. That's true. He was he was earlier. He was early enough where he could get away with it. Yeah. But that's it. He's the one. Doors closed. <laughs> he's, he's well. He's back making two Fast and Furious movies in a row. So, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Thank you. Uh, then we have an email from Tron, which is mostly about our own misgivings about uh, about you know the Western uh, cultural imperialist viewpoint on Turkey and women's rights. Yep. Um, Apparently, Denise gave quotes like, for women in Turkey, it's like living in the Middle Ages, which, like, come on, fuck off. I feel uh, like I, I I was coming off of the movie being like, I'm not very generous. I should be more generous. And it's not necessarily saying. And then fucking comes like, oh, it's, it's a parable about how it's like the Middle Ages in Turkey. Uh, it's like, fuck off. Yes. Uh, Tron compared this to everyone's favorite uh, Broadway maestro, Lin-Manuel Miranda, uh, who talks for Puerto Rico, despite being born in the United States, grew up in the United States, uh, destroyed countries, being a fucking rich man working for his rich-ass father. Right, yeah. You know. yes. I, I don't think this uh, uh, Denise's like parents are like the actual political like evil doers of yes. Turkey. <laughs> Uh, yes, they are not. They are not robber barons destabilizing a, a country. At least, so that's something. Makes her better than Lin-Manuel Miranda. It, it really has to be stressed how evil Lin-Manuel Miranda's family is. <laughs> yes. Um, There's articles out there if you don't know. Yeah, for sure. Um, anyway, uh, Tron has some questions. Uh, who's your favorite character in this movie? Lale. She's got that like. I don't know. Just I, I like a, a spunky uh, adolescent. <laughs> That's always gonna be who I root for. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I probably say essay. I think I, I think I say essay also. 
Yeah. I think she has like the most presence. Uh, yeah. Shame that she is uh, written off so uh, abruptly. <laughs> that was definitely a moment where I'm like, I guess that impacted me, but now I like see the code of the movie now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What was the name of the middle sister, the second Selma. oldest? Selma. I liked Selma too. Mm-hmm. Her dead eyes during her wedding was probably my. I don't know. I really enjoyed her. Um, what's your favorite looking shot or scene in this movie? <laughs> don't, don't. I liked the scene where uh, Selma's family is freaked out because there's no blood on the sheet after the first time they have sex. And they take her to the uh, clinic and they're like, there's no blood. What happened? We just got married. And she, is she a virgin? And she's talking to her doctor and she's just like, nobody believes me when I say I'm a virgin. Please leave me alone. Well, she originally tells the doctor, like, oh, yeah, I fucked all sorts of people. And he's like, well, I'm not going to tell anybody. I don't give a shit. I'm a doctor, Uh, which is good. (laughs) I do like that there are characters in the movie that just do not buy into this stuff. Um, I wish it was explored more. Yeah, because, like, when they go into the hospital or the clinic, uh, the the receptionist kind of looks at the gun that the dad has. The, the father-in-law, he yeah. has, like, a gun on his belt, and she just kind of looks at it, and she's like, well, I guess we're doing this, <laughs> like, examination that we don't actually need to do. <laughs> we don't have a choice. Um, but I don't know, just the way she delivers those lines, and even though it's kind of the, I don't know, I, I really enjoyed that. Mm-hmm. I thought it was really I weird how... Fa- the- oh, go ahead. I, sorry, I, I was just gonna say, I thought it was really weird how those scenes weren't followed up on, like, I think that's Selma's last scene in the movie, unless I'm mistaking something yeah the next time you see her is at the funeral yeah like she's still around but they don't actually explore what happens to the uh girls married when they ones. get married it's it, it's like they you know disappear into uh into the darkness or whatever like they're just gone um i didn't like that either yeah anyway yeah uh, and you gonna say uh, my favorite sh- uh, scene is probably when uh, the grandmother takes the girls, get lemonade and like marches them through the town, which is like this dual purpose of like she is showing them off to the public to see who wants to come and ask their hand in marriage. But it's also like I definitely read it as like a challenge to the townsfolk of like, I'm going to take my kids out and you're going to like just exist with them in this space. They're going to be here and too bad if you don't like it. Uh, it is framed in- as like uh unintentionally i think funny as like this like western standoff almost like you know uh the gunslinger comes in the town run by the criminals everyone's looking out their windows then closing the shutters uh can't bear to watch the violence going to happen um which is nothing they, they walk around to the fountain get some lemonade it's ridiculous but i liked it yep i like scene as well um i think i would say the like the big wedding scene uh in the middle of part of and my the, the first wedding, yeah, the the dub, the one with both of them. Okay. Uh, yeah. The long shot where she's just going and grabbing uh, like the remains of everybody's drink and downing it is a lot. Yes. <laughs> Sometimes <laughs> it's like that. <laughs> Big mood. Um, Jackson, what do you like? What's your team in football? A football team. Yeah, we I, don't have any. It's so, me and Destiny. We don't give a shit. The, the problem is, I don't really have an answer. Uh-huh. Um, because I like it was Chelsea when I was a kid, um, and I, and I was like you know, but I inherited that from my dad, and I hate my dad, so um, <laughs> it's a bit it's a bit of a mixed bag. I'm not ha- I don't really have a, like a new team uh, that I follow, and I but I guess if you have to have an answer, it would have been Chelsea back in the day. That's the one I did care about. Um, for anyone who apparently who cares about football, it was. I would cared about them in the in the late nineties, so I was very young, and this was before uh, they became the big wins everything team, which they're not anymore. But everyone still hates them because they just suck. <laughs> uh, that's it for questions. Again, if you have questions about any movies, uh, podcast at normalmapping dot com. Get them in; we'll answer them. Doesn't even have to be about what we're talking about. However, next time we are watching F for Fake, which is the Orson Welles film. Yes! You can find that on the Criterion Channel in the U.S. Jackson, were you saying something? I was just saying yes. I was reacting. Oh, okay. I was excited. Where can people watch this movie in the UK? Hang on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you didn't. You didn't tell Jackson before we were. Recording. I did. no, no, you did. Oh, I you did. did? Okay. Yep. And, I, and I was like, "Fuck yes!" Uh, I think I should even get it on like 
Uh, you can get it on iTunes, but nowhere else. Okay. Um, you know, you can find it. It's you popular. It, yeah. Uh, and that'll be in two weeks. And then again, our, our hiatus will probably happen at that point. So, you know, if you enjoy the podcast, uh, tell your friends, uh, get, get in emails about whatever you want and, um, we'll answer them next week or, you know, in two weeks. Uh, until then, Destiny plugs. Um, at Fridge Buzz now. Pretty much everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you've got new stuff to plug very soon, probably upcoming it, yeah soon but not quite yet okay jackson i'll leave you in mystery plugs um <coughs> i am at headfuls off at twitter.com and you can find the podcast that me and m do at abnormalmapping.com there's a whole bunch of good ones there listen to them we're recording an abnormal mapping which is our video game podcast on uh super mario rpg very soon yeah um and you can find me on Twitter at EM underscore being. If you'd like to support this show and all of our other shows, it's patreon.com slash mapping. You'll get the Gate Gundam Project once a week. Me and Jackson watch Gundam. We're in Gundam Wing right now. It's very good. Um, and, uh, you know, it's our most popular show, but maybe you don't know about it if you only listen to this. Uh, tell your friends about all of our shows. Uh, let us know what you like, what you'd like to see. Someone sent me recommendations for movies in our, in my Curious Cat. I haven't looked at them yet because I got it last night and I was not in the state to care about movies. Um, but uh maybe we'll cover them who can say if you if you're like oh they really need to watch x or y just send us an email we'll think about it we're always every time it comes to pick a movie we're like we don't know what are we gonna watch who can say we just waffle <laughs> yeah, for 10 minutes true. until i'm like we're watching this <laughs> <laughs> i picked i picked you the most you did pick this movie. most recent one yes i have picked, I picked two we haven't thing. done which i know it doesn't count but i have suggested two movies recently what'd you pick there were two two times that we picked something else at the top Oh, uh, but I won't say in I case don't... we do them. <laughs> okay, I mean you could say them. We still might do them. Oh, I, I, I was like, we should do Chronicle of the Summer uh, one time, which is a movie I watched in. Um, when the fact that both movies I watched in uni, that I want to know if they hold up, uh, and then I really want to know if uh, stories we tell is anything other than garbage because I love that movie so much, but everything about it from the outside is just awful. So I don't remember. It might just be awful, but it may have. Been... I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> I want to see it. I like I like you say when I was in uni like it was like ten years ago and not like two. It was five years ago. Oh, <laughs> so closer to two than ten, so I win. Uh, anyway, it was twenty fifteen. <laughs> Go watch the movies, but remember, don't expect to like it. That's it.